from Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Oh, do we love to connect the dots. And sometimes there's a hire made that makes everybody scream. Everybody goes full Kermit the Frog running around, arms flailing, and that happened today. When Nathaniel Hackett was hired as the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets, and now all of a sudden everybody says, what's it mean for Aaron Rodgers? The answer to that, sorry, Greeny, nothing. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Y'all can get in on the conversation with us, but AC, you know me. At this point, uh, there's something that I think we can both agree. Sometimes I'm too logical, right? Sometimes <laughs> sometimes everybody says, isn't this awesome? And I'm the one that's like, well, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not the person anybody wants to hang around with when they want to have what-if conversations or speculative conversations. No, I'm not the guy for that, Harry, and I'll admit that. So today, the big news that just came down the pipeline is that Nathaniel Hackett is being hired by the Jets. So everybody starts saying, oh, well, what's it mean? That means Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets. Harry? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that at all. And in fact, I have now talked to three different people that I think have tremendous, I know, have tremendous knowledge on the Broncos' situation when they were hired. I asked three different people the same question. What impact did Aaron Rodgers have when the Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett? And from three independent people, I got the same answer. None. They knew that Aaron Rodgers was off the table when they interviewed Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett had nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers had nothing to do with the decision by the Broncos to hire Nathaniel Hackett. So instead of sitting here living in real housewife desperation where we're trying to find some way to get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, I am here spitting facts, and the facts are it wasn't part of the conversation with the Broncos. It's not part of the conversation with the Jets. Whoa. Did you hit those same three people up and ask them about the Jets situation? Nathaniel Hackett? Well, no, these are all people that know the Broncos. So, like, uh, oh, look. well, see, oh, no, 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 see that, see that's old news. No. We're talking about then. This is the now. Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, by a lot of people, have has been tied to the New York Jets. If he was to get traded to someone, it makes sense. If Aaron Rodgers was to get traded. The New York football Jets. And yes, I'm going to say the New York football Jets because a lot of Jets fans are excited right now. Who cares about the Giants? Sorry, Devin, y'all lost. But the Jets, in this situation right now, looking at the defense they had, which is the top five defense, right? And you look at the games they lost closely this season where that defense only gave up one touchdown or a few touchdowns in the, in the offense, particularly the quarterback position let them down. Aaron Rodgers is the guy that they need on that football team. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I don't disagree with anything you just said, by the way. The J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets could definitely use – any quarterback help. Hell, they were almost. What, what do you think, Fireman Ed, right now? Do, what, how do you think he's feeling right now? Do you think he's hey, Evan, floating on cloud nine right now? Producer Evan's a big Jets fan. Can you give your best Fireman Ed for us? Like, do you have a Fireman Ed impression? It can't be any worse than the Orlovsky impression you gave us a few days ago. Evan, you got a <laughs> Fireman Ed for us? J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You was, see the pep in Evan's step today, too, there, there, after hearing that news that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the offensive coordinator no, for the no, Jets? No. Look, I, I'm so fr- the news that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator of the Jets is not what got me excited. The news oh that Aaron Rodgers is getting traded to the Jets 
is what got me that, excited. That's my point, yeah, Evan. Yeah, and Nathaniel Hackett becoming the offensive coordinator makes that more of a reality. No, that's no, what I'm getting to. Joe Namath is going to give him number 12, and the Jets, just like when they had number 12 at quarterback with Joe Namath, number 12 at quarterback Aaron Rodgers is going to lead them to the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Look, I, this this is this <laughs> you is. You see the bounce in Evan's step today? I'm telling you. I, look, I know that I'm that friend. I'm the one that pushes the glasses up and is like, well, actually, guys, um, let yeah, me tell you. Are. Okay, I, I get that. I don't want to be again, around you today. Right now, right now, I am just, uh, I'm peeing all over his Wheaties, right? Like, oh he's, my he's, God. he's, Jets, Jets, Jets. I get it. I get it. Can we turn his mic off? There are two unrelated statements. <laughs> Unrela- this is the important part. Two unrelated statements. Mm-hmm. Statement number one is that Hackett is now the offensive coordinator of the Jets. Stop. And yeah. that's it. Statement num- number two. If Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Jets, that has nothing to do with Hackett being there. So, 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 I'm not saying Rodgers so, doesn't end up do you, there, but I don't do think that's has like anything Nathaniel to do. Hackett being the offensive coordinator for the Jets? I love Nathaniel Hackett being the offensive okay. I think it's a great hire. I think if you – and Hembo did a nice job on, on Greeny earlier of talking about some of the the numbers we saw with him when he was the offensive coordinator in the hey, play call for Hey, don't go talk about – let, let me uh, do that. That's why I'm here. Okay, See, okay, go Greeny ahead. has Hembo. I'm here for a reason. Okay, well, you see what I'm yeah. saying? I'm here. Oh, you're going to be my Hembo? Yeah, Harry, I'm here. Harry's my yeah. handbow? Okay. Let's you, take it back. All right. And, and, and I, I am, being involved in the National Football League for so long, man, I've realized that some people just aren't meant to be head coaches. Or Nathaniel Hackett may have been a head coach too early uh, before, uh, too, too early in, in, in his coaching career. As an offensive coordinator, though, we got to remember, he was the OC for the Green Bay Packers 2019 to 2021. Those years, they went 13-3, and three, and then I think the final year they went 13-4. and four. Now, granted, I understand Matt LaFleur has something to do with that, but still, Nathaniel Barely. Hackett was there. Back in 2017, uh, maybe been 16, when I was with the uh, Tennessee Titans, Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He helped get them to an AFC championship game versus the Patriots. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, that defense was phenomenal for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, they were. But also, so was the offense. That offense that year, they were sixth overall in total offense in 2017. And 17th first uh, in the pass game and then first in rushing. Nathaniel Hackett had Blake Bortles, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. Blake Bortles as his quarterback. And they found a way offensively to be able to get it done. And I go back to say this once again. Some coaches are better coordinators and and position coaches more so than they are head coaches. So I do like this move for the New York Jets. Also, I like it in the regards of being able to try to pry Aaron Rodgers away from the Green Bay Packers. There's nothing Woody Johnson wouldn't do right now, knowing the way this roster is constructed, to have Aaron Rodgers on his team. There's nothing Joe Douglas wouldn't do right now, knowing what they witnessed last season in 2022 and how the quarterback position was the Achilles heel for the Jets to get Aaron Rodgers. Nothing. I mean, but then look at the Broncos when they hired Hackett. You think if if Hackett had a chance at acquiring Aaron Rodgers, you don't think he would have laid his you-know-what on the train track to get Aaron Rodgers out there? Like, in my mind, any chance he was going to have to bring him in he would have already done he didn't I I think they're just two very separate things I'm with you I think the Hackett hire is you said it perfectly there and when you look back at Jacksonville let me say this clearly Nathaniel Mm -hmm. Hackett did his job so well that the Jags actually had to make a tough decision on paying Blake Bortles Blake 
portals, right? Exactly. Like, I, I got nothing but respect for Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator, and I think you're 100% right. There are so many guys that are good coordinators, it's a different set of skills to turn around and suddenly be a head coach. Not every As a head that. coach, you got to manage offense, defense, special teams, do media continuously. There's so many things that you have to worry about when you're a head coach versus an offensive coordinator or position coach where you can just hone in on one or a few things. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Y'all can call me and, and talk me into conspiracy theories that Rodgers is heading there. Now, I realize some of you may think I'm just pretty and I'm not particularly smart. Dan Graziano, both pretty and smart, he was on Greeny this morning, and this is what he said about what Hackett to, to the Jets means for Aaron Rodgers. You shouldn't hire Nathaniel Hackett because you think it'll bring you Aaron Rodgers. That's the lesson from the Broncos last year. And I don't think that's exactly what the Jets have done here. But we know there's a good relationship between those two people, right? So if you're thinking about making a run at it and you believe in Nathaniel Hackett as a coach, then you see him as a potential asset in that, in that potential pursuit as well. So, yeah, enjoy the hope. It could happen. It, it could happen. No. I can tell you with confidence that it could happen. Oh, but Ooh. that was definitely Ooh. edited by Evan. I heard the entire Ooh. interview and the beginning That's what I'm about, the Graz. beginning of that answer from Graziano, he laughed. He laughed at the concept. We left that part out. We left the, I mean Graziano out there saying, sure, it could happen, but Oh, this is gonna be all day. Uh, Fitz, I got, I got one question I need to ask you. Yeah. Do you think the Jets are a Super Bowl caliber team with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? Yes. I think the Jets are, and I think the Jets should try to acquire Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. I think today had absolutely nothing to do with that. I think they're two wildly different statements. I think All I'm saying is Nathaniel Hackett is now the offensive coordinator. Him and Aaron Rodgers has a wonderful relationship. It will probably make it a little easier if Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas and those guys and Robert Sala are trying to acquire Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers that Nathaniel Hackett is now the offensive coordinator. That's all I'm saying. But I had three different people that were involved in the Broncos that or that know the Broncos the hiring process that all that said the end. same thing. It that was, was apparent there was no relation. It's only been a year. I, I think even if Harry Douglas was the offensive coordinator of the Jets, they should go out and try and get Aaron Rodgers. There's no doubt about it. If you got a shot at Duh. Aaron Rodgers, you get him. And, and you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers wants to be his own offensive coordinator, you go out and get him. But I think what, what Gras said at the the beginning of that is important. I think Nathaniel Hackett's been hired because he's a really good offensive coordinator and they need a really good offensive coordinator. I don't think it has anything to do with what will happen for Aaron Rodgers. You guys can chime in though. You weigh in. Does this mean Aaron Rodgers is about to head to the Jets? I know Evan's going to be screening the call, so we're going to get lots of yes, it's absolutely. Plus, there is <laughs> one thing all four teams remaining in the draft all have in common. One thing. We'll tell you what it is next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. I don't think there's any way the Packers will trade him in the NFC. Mm. And if they do go ahead and trade him, it would be the AFC. I've never gotten to the end of my contract. So to even think about being in another uniform never really crossed my mind. I'm stomping out joy today like I'm Andre the Giant just walking around this place, crushing all the dreams of Jets fans. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. You guys can chime in, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. 
That's the way you can get in on the conversation. As I keep saying, I think two very unrelated things. Nathaniel Hackett, former Broncos head coach, has been hired as the Jets offensive coordinator. Let me be clear, Harry. Yippee! (laughs) I love this hire. I think it is a great hire on the side. I don't think it has a damn thing to do with Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Jets, it's not because can, can Hackett's there. Can you just let Jets fans live for nope. at least two hours, I man? Mean, that's what, like, but let, let's Jets. be very clear. If Greeny got in the car leaving today and had ESPN Radio on, Greeny has already changed it to Yacht Rock. I only imagine it's Yacht Rock for Greeny. He's listening to Yacht Rock at this point. Come sail away. Has taken his no, ears. Greeny He's better no longer... be listening to us. That's who Greeny well, better well, be listening to. Come on now, Greeny. Call in if you're listening. Triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3. 776. Josh in Ohio is listening. Josh, thanks for hanging out with us, man. What's your take on this? All right, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I got a scenario for you guys. Let's say Rodgers actually gets to go to New York. He has a Russell Wilson-esque start like he did in Denver, and the team starts 1-2, and 1-4. and four. How can you guys not see his personality <laughs> in the New York media ending in a total mess? He would be crucified if he started anything less than 500 eight weeks through the season. No, no lie. Literally no lie. I tweeted this morning before we went into any meeting and any show that how do the people think Aaron Rodgers would handle the New York media, especially if things went wrong? And I just be honest with you, I think it'd be comical. I really, I really do, because we do know Aaron Rodgers is sensitive. I don't care what he says. We have seen a very sensitive side of Aaron Rodgers, and he listens to everything and he hears everything that people say. HD, let me be clear also on this. I would love that. I want every ounce of this because we would get Aaron, we would get Aaron Rodgers quotes every day. Uh, Aaron goes on every week with Pat McAfee. I love Pat. Pat is a great dude, and Pat's whole team does incredible work. You know that I'm about to say a but when I qualify it that way. But let's just be real. It's not like he's being asked the same questions by Pat McAfee that the New York media, like the New York media does not pull punches for anybody. I don't care who you are. The New York media is not going to be, let's say, as comfortable in their interview process as Pat is with Aaron Rodgers every week. Like the thought of Aaron, just, just Aaron coming in there and being like, you asked me what? And then everybody that talking in circles and having New Yorkers call him out on it. I, I need this in my life, but I'm with you. I think it would be a a huge if they start one and five, one and six. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, it it, it, it uh, you talk about an episode. It it'll be a series of episodes that we would get from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we, we think we get stuff now from him being on the show with Pat McAfee. My goodness, if he was if he was in the New York media, because the New York media is not going to say, you know, Aaron Rodgers is my boy. You know, let me probably you know tailor it a little bit. Still ask him some tough things. They're not going to care. They're going to fire them questions away, left and right, left and right, and you can only circle around so many things that you're being asked. And one thing that I – and you know this playing in the league for so long. Certain reporters are aware of their relationship with players and teams when they ask questions. So you got to couch things in the right way because what you don't want to do to get one quote in one week is ruin a relationship with the player for the rest of the season, right? So Mm -hmm. you really have to worry about personal relationships when you're in the locker room constantly. But but some some media members don't care, though. Right, that's what I was about to say. I've seen some bad encounters – in the locker rooms when I was in Tennessee and when I was in Atlanta uh, by media members and some of my uh, former teammates 
because of that. Some media members do not care whatsoever. I think there's like a fine line in how you push a guy but still stay real with him and honest. And as long as you're respectful in what you write, most uh, most beat writers can can get away with almost anything. I say get away. Can write almost anything. But in New York, you know they do not give a damn. So mm-hmm. they're just going to call them out on it uh, from the absolute outset. Let's go to Mike in Philly. Mike, thanks for chiming in on the show. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Mike, what you got, man? Thanks for chiming in. Hey, fellas, how are you? We're I'm great. still uh, in recovery from last weekend. But <laughs> I, I want to tell you something. I want to bring you back. The Jets, the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has tried his whole career and has done it to outgrow the shadow of Favre. Why the hell would he want to go where Favre went to end his career? For that point, only that point, he would never go to the Jets to do the exact same thing that Favre did in the twilight of his career, which I don't think he is, I think Rodgers stays a Packer. I think he regrets not taking this young wide receiving core under his wing, as he should have, and admittedly so. I think that cost them some rhythm. I think it cost some games. I know they just got another speedster off the practice squad of uh, Seattle, Bo Melton, a Rutgers hero. And there's another one that we haven't seen yet. He has two or three great weapons that if he had just taken under his wing a little more, we may be talking about the Eagles playing them. Well, and and here, look, Harry, I think we agree. I'll let you go first on this. Like the the concept of Aaron, why why would Aaron Rodgers want to follow in the footsteps of Brett Favre? See, I think Aaron Rodgers is this petty, and he carries this bit of pettiness. I think he wouldn't mind going to New York and finishing something that Brett Favre could never do while he was in New York. Let's remember 2008, he, Brett Favre went 9-7 and seven for the Jets. They did not make the playoffs. I believe Aaron Rodgers can go in there and this Jets football team could be a Super Bowl contender. So I think that's another side of it that we got to also, you know, take, take into uh, account as well. I just, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I see Aaron Rodgers doing it, but not because, I don't, I don't see him not doing it because he thinks he's following Brett Favre's shadow. I, I, I actually can see him doing it because he wants to prove that he's better than Brett Favre. Man, I had never met an athlete that didn't believe that they couldn't step into a role, a situation, and be their best and be better than anybody else. Not a high-class yeah. athlete. You know that. Like it, I used to always say when I was in music, I, I, the, the thing I used to always say, and I say this humbly now, is that if I had to play for my supper, I was going to eat just fine. I had to believe that if you hand me a violin, I was going to outplay anybody and be just fine. I believed that to True. my core. I, uh, you believed when you stepped on a field, like you just give me the damn ball, right? Like there, there is a mindset to anything that when you live in the 1% of, hey, man, I've made it. I think if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're looking around and you're like, man, I don't care what Brett Favre did. Like, I can go to the Jets and do what Brett Favre couldn't do. I think it feeds that concept. Now, uh, obviously, Robert Sala had uh, plenty to say today. He just had his press conference. This is breaking. This is brand new. This is what head coach Robert Sala had to say about the hire of Nathaniel Hackett for the New York Jets. We knew we were going to come in with, we know we're going to have a basically revamped offensive line. We've been talking about getting a, a veteran quarterback in here if we can. We've got a really young group of skilled guys, so it was very important for us to have guys who have done it before um, uh, because of the conviction, because of the philosophy, and then having the uh, recall and uh, the scars, if you will, to be able to build uh, what we think can be a really special offense. Uh, but Nathaniel, he's, um, you know, one of the great strengths is that he is a West Coast uh, offense, uh, West Coast uh, uh, guy with regards to scheme, so there's going to be some continuity there. 
Uh, he's got a proven history of being able to develop a heck of a run game uh, in every stop that he's ever been in. He's got tre- he's got a proven track record of tremendous relationships with all the quarterbacks that he's ever worked with, and he's gotten great great had had success with all the quarterbacks that he's worked with. Ooh, it was one thing that I st- that stood out to me. Okay, he's had a lot of success when it has come to the run game. I think that's very imperative for the New York Jets moving forward. I thought a lot of times this year within their offense, they were passing the football extremely too many times when they had to be balanced, more so on the run game side. Because the offense that they were running, everything is predicated off of the run game. And it's going to be no different with Nathaniel Hackett. What they're going to be doing from an offensive standpoint is going to be predicated off of the run game. So that's why the run game has to be efficient. Now, I mean, you took a hit when you lost Brees Hall. Brees Hall is going to be coming back and along with the other guys that they have in that running back room. But everything is going to come off the run game. Nathaniel Hackett has proven that he can do it with the run game being the forefront of that offense, of his offense. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've told you what we think this hire of Nathaniel Hackett means for the quarterback position. You guys can chime in on what you think it means for the quarterback position. But coming up, you'll hear specifically what head coach Robert Sala has said about what this hire means for the quarterback position. That's coming up next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Today on Fitz and Harry, fresh off being named one of the three finalists for Defensive Rookie of the Year, New York Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner joins the guys at 140 Eastern. Sauce Gardner with Fitz and Harry, today at 140 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch the show on the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. about Mahomes, as great as we talk about him, we cannot escape the fact that the reigning defending AFC champions are quarterbacked by a guy named Joe Burrow who has beaten Patrick Mahomes every single time he's faced him. We know they're talented in all three phases. It's the same guys playing against each other, so I'm sure both teams will have adjustments that they make, and I mean, these games have been close, so we'll just see where it goes. All eyes are on Sunday as we prepare for an epic weekend of championship weekend football. We we know the matchups at this point. Eagles taking on the 49ers. Bengals, of course, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get back to all of the speculation with the Jets. I promise you. I promise you you'll hear from Robert Sala on what the Nathaniel Hackett's hire means for the quarterback. We'll let more of your calls get in. But one thing we like to do on this show, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas, presented by Progressive Insurance. I like to just call Harry and be like, Harry, open up your Rolodex. Harry, you have opened up your Rolodex. Why don't you tell the world who you got to come on our show? So my brother from another mother, Adam Pac-Man Jones, is able to join us right now. And Pat, yes, I got to say thank you, bro, for, for joining the show. You know how much I love you. We go all the way back to our childhood days, my man. Oh, yeah, man. You you know that um, anytime you call, I'm on here. That's not even a question. But what's up, fellas? 
I mean, does that make me the plus one here? Like, I mean, it, we got to get a little bit of dirt on Harry. We'll get to the dirt on, on Harry in a second. Man, oh, I got some dirt on him. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do a text offline on that one, uh, Pac-Man. I don't want to get him in trouble. Uh, we work for Mickey yeah. Mouse. You know how that works. Uh, so let yeah. me ask you, I, just, I was just talking about Cincinnati, right? You know that city so well. You know that organization so well. What does this era of Cincinnati Bengals football mean when you watch it as somebody that spent so many years with the organization? Um, first of all, it's good for the city. Um, and it speaks a lot of Duke Tobin, who is the GM, who's making all these decisions. I think he's done a great job of getting high-profile guys in. Um, they've always been, always was willing to take a chance. Mr. Brown is one of the best owners um, in the league to me. But, like, it's, it's a great time. It's a lot of talent. Um, the question is, how do we keep them all together? You know what I mean? Uh, starting with Lou, Lou Alamomo, which is, I think, Right now, is the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. And stand on the defensive side, Pat. You played the cornerback position, all pro. You played at a high level. Just a uh, just a dynamic guy at that position. Eli Apple. I know where we come from, man. We talk a lot on the football field. That's what we do. Eli Apple, seeing how how he's been talking lately, and especially last year, do you think he's doing too much of it, or you think it's good for the Cincinnati Bengals and what they do defensively? Um, really, you know, he's been talking. Even when he played bad, he was talking. Um, but he's been playing good right now. So, um, I, 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 last week, I kind of I got on him a little bit. I had Coach Tate, I mean, Zach on the – Coach Zach um, on the Believe in Bengals network. And I was like, hey, man, tell Eli to get his freaking eyes out of the backfield. And uh, <laughs> I gave him his prop this week because he played really good this week. So, um, you know how that is, Eric. When you're talking, you got to back it up. You know what come with it. No, by the way, that hasn't ended. He's still talking. I mean, Harry Douglas is still talking. All we did was put a microphone in front of him. Uh, we're talking to Pac-Man Jones, former Bengals corner. We all know that. 24 All-Pro uh, cornerback. Uh, 2014, I should say, All-Pro cornerback. Uh, with this matchup coming up this weekend, if you were on the field, what would your key be to slowing down this Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes? Um, make him throw from the pocket. That's pure point blank. He got a high English sprain. Let's blitz him from the outside, make him step up in the pocket. Um, he's a good quarterback, you know. Um, and during these times, the high anchor sprain really doesn't matter because it's go time. We got to do whatever we got to do to be at least 85 90%, which is better than 90% of the quarterbacks that's starting um, in the league right now. If Patrick Mahone is 80%, that's an A+. Plus. So, um I think Lou does a great job of disguising and changing up the game plan in the second half. If you're watching the games, it's not too many people that score in the second half on us. I know the last 10 weeks we only allow, I think, seven points, maybe 10 points in all of these games in the second half. So I think Lou does a great job of scheming and disguising and changing things up um, at the first half. Pat, you got to bet every dollar to your name, hypothetically. Like, you got to bet every dollar to your name on one of the quarterbacks left in the playoffs right now. I'm you got Patrick on Mahomes? Oh, you, that's, say, say less. Tell I'm us why. Tell, tell us why. Tell us ain't why. Ain't nobody. Ain't, listen, y'all, y'all smart guys. You watch film, Harry. Tell me what quarterback been playing better than Burrow the last 10 weeks. Nobody. 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 This, I mean, I mean, this man. Did you see him last week in the snow? 
Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. This man was razor sharp. It didn't even look like it was snowing the balls he was throwing. Every ball was on time. Maybe I, I take that back. He had two bad throws. The whole game. In the blizzard. On the road. Crazy environment. Like I like Joe Cole. How can I go I like with Joe anybody Cole. else? But you know what I call him? I call him Pat. I call him Joe Grapefruit Burrow because he walking around with grapefruits, grapefruits. man. Because he, he don't care about nobody. He don't. He don't, man. And and he got that that swag. You know how it is, Harry. Like that we dog carried ourselves a certain way. But when the quarterback do it, it's really different. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's it's easier for the running back, the cornerbacks, because we used to swag. But what Joe doing right now? We ain't seen this. We ain't seen this. Tom Brady didn't do this. Because he didn't have it, you know. He started off on the pine, and then he grew grew into Tom Brady. Um, Mahomes didn't do it. He started off on the pine, but he didn't carry himself. He wasn't wearing uh, 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 what's the shades called? Uh, uh, Cartier shit. Yeah. Um. So it's it's different. It's a it's a different atmosphere. It's new to the league. I think this is great for the league. Um, but he carries himself with a different or he play hard and like who cannot respect that? When your quarterback get hit a hundred times, your quarterback had more hits than the damn running back. <laughs> he ain't wrong. Come on, man. All right, uh, Pac-Man, before we get you out of here, uh, the most important question. Uh, the the best athlete that Harry Douglas' dad ever coached was? Pac-Man Jones. Oh. <laughs> 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 you asked Harry and asked his dad who's the best athlete that he ever coached. Oh, that's nobody a- like. And I'm not to my horn. I was five nine. Well, I'm five nine and a half. Um, blazing fast, and I could do everything. I'm talking about. I could play point. I can run the two. I can go and play offense. I can go and play defense. Um. I don't know. What do you think, Harry? Who was the best? Oh, we were setting Harry. Don't let Harry answer that. We were setting Harry. Honestly, I would say it's between you, Heinz Ward, and my brother. I would say it was, it's between y'all three. Tony didn't play football, though. Yeah. Okay. So, well, he played growing up. He, he Tony just hated football. He hated it. He didn't like being out there. No, but Tony. Okay, now, that's legit. That's, that's, that's legit. Tony is the best basketball player that we ever seen in the, on our side of town. Him and uh, I would say, uh, what's the other boy name? Uh, um, played in uh, Old National. Um, Rashad Carruth. Oh, Rashad um, Carruth. That's right. Yep. In our, in our time, I think Rashad Carruth and Tony was the best two basketball players. But Pac- athlete? Yeah. I don't know. Pac-Man. I don't, I don't know if you could put Tony in the athlete with me. I don't know about that. So, since you and I are besties at this point, you you got to answer one controversial thing for me. Harry Douglas keeps trying to tell me he's six one. Now I don't think that ain't no way my guy's hitting six one. You mentioned you gonna ask another man I, I mean, how, what my height is I, because he knows like, like, I ain't he no knows grown you. man. Like he he knows you, and I'm just saying like maybe he ain't got no measuring stick would you, measuring would you, me. Would you, but he just <laughs> mentioned you know he's five nine like that that athlete like he knows. It's, it's, just be honest with the world, Pac Man. AC ain't touching six one, right? We fam now. Hell no. <laughs> Bruh. Harry, Harry is maybe six feet on the dot. Oh, this is this is the real reason we had you on. Pac-Man, I, we appreciate you. I like to push it sometimes. Uh, yeah, I like no, to push no, that's it. Fair. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us, man. Congratulations uh, on a great career, obviously. But thanks for giving us some insights into the Bengals and hanging out with us today. Love you, bro. Thanks for having me, man. 
Vincent Harry is presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. All right. Uh, great stuff from Pac-Man. Harry, thank you for opening your Rolodex. We need to make like a, a fancy sounder where it's like, you know, open up my famous people I know. Uh, <laughs> we, we need to get that in because Harry Douglas pulling a, pulling a lot of weight around here. We appreciate Pac-Man. We appreciate HD. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Nathaniel Hackett. He's been hired as the Jets offensive coordinator. The question is, what's it mean at the quarterback position? A lot of speculation from people like me sitting in front of a mic. Well, you'll hear the answer to that question directly from the Jets head coach next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. What my therapist told me once about a time, if you start giving ultimatums in a relationship, yeah. the relationship is probably yeah. already over. And if they do go ahead and trade them, it would be the AFC. If Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets, they could, they could win it all. They, they, they could win it all. Nathaniel Hackett was hired this morning as the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets question is, what's that mean for the quarterback position? Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance for a job you'll love. Visit Progressive.com slash careers. Hackett's career took a bit of a change here, Harry. I want you to hear this. Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, said this specifically at their press conference about what the Hackett hire means for the quarterback position. No, the... the quarterback position, obviously, with all the different interviews, were was the number one concern, uh, and rightfully so. And it was it was simple. We're committed to uh, finding a veteran. Uh, we didn't get into names. Uh, um, I, I doubt that he's even studied. Uh, he hasn't studied those guys yet, which he's going to uh, start uh, next week. But um, but we didn't get into specifics on names. But it was it was uh, talked about that we do plan on bringing a veteran quarterback if we can. Uh, we do want to continue working with Zach and. Uh, um, and continue to develop him. Ooh, Jets fans, did you hear your head coach? They are looking into getting a veteran. Now, Aaron Rodgers happens to be what, Jason Fitz? So does Andy Dalton. Just answer the question, Jason Fitz. <laughs> He's a veteran. He's a veteran. So is Jameis Winston. Marcus veteran. Mariota, veteran. He's a veteran. <laughs> I'm over here He's trolling. A He's Harry's, a veteran. Harry's going to come through this mic and just and the, slap the, me. Down. But the reason why there's such urgency, number one, Robert Sala wants to have success as a head coach. He knows what it's like to be in the playoffs. He was with the San Francisco 49ers, right? And then you also look at other guys. You look at, you know, the defensive coordinator. He was with the Atlanta Falcons when – when they were making the playoffs and made a run. Now, you look at this Jets organization, 2009-2010, back-to-back years where they were able to make an AFC championship game. What year is this right now, Fitz? I can make sure I'm, I'm uh, 23. It's 2023. Yep. Yep. 13 years ago was the last time this Jets organization and Jets fans got to experience the playoffs with their team. They're hungry. They're drooling at the mouth. You know how we see them big dogs that be drooling at the mouth? That's the New York Jets right now. That's how bad they want to get to an AFC championship game. And they have the personnel. They have the defense. They have the skill position players. I believe they have the right coach. Now they brought in an offensive coordinator. And the head coach just stated they're going to try to bring in a veteran quarterback. The quarterback position was the number one concern because that was the position that held them back this year from making the playoffs. 
And and I agree with all of that, by the way. I think bringing in a vet makes a lot of sense. And I think being aggressive about getting Aaron Rodgers makes a lot of sense. I just don't think Hackett's hiring helps in any way, shape, or form. Let's uh, go to Dana in Richmond chiming in on this. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. When we got the breaking news, we love it uh, when you guys chime in. Dana, what you got? Hey, um, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to keep his name in the news because he declined. He don't even have a 300-yard um, game this year. Let him go to New York. That's a good place for him. So the New York media could just rip him apart and send him on about his business. But one more thing I want to put, I want to say, nobody been talking about this, and, and, and it would be real beautiful. It's a possibility this year we could have two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thanks. Thanks for the call. That, absolutely. I mean, it's a great I think, point. Uh, it speaks to the the growth and development of that uh, that position overall. And by the way, I think it, it it also speaks even when you look at the draft process. Uh, it's become less and less of a conversation, which is part of what we want, right? Like I think uh, when you look at it universally across the board, he, he's right. This is incredible. It also speaks to the evolution of the position, and it speaks to the evolution. There you go. The way we're 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 scouting the position and the way we view that position, hundred percent, as a fan base, as front office people. I think that stigma behind the quarterback position can only be played by white males has left us, and now you, we are seeing across the league on numerous of occasions on numerous teams that it doesn't matter what you look like. If you can play the position, you can play the position. Also, you can't sit back there and have a statue at the quarterback position. I, that's a big part of it, too. Like, watch the way we evaluate all of these quarterbacks this year and what you see in more and more the quarterback positions being evaluated by the best athlete on the field. And, mm-hmm. I, and that starts all the way at Pee Wee, Pop Warner football at this point. It's it's who's the best athlete that's going to give me the chance to make off-schedule plays, whether that's uh, with a bunch of fifth graders in high school football, college football, all the way to the NFL. You need the best possible athletes at quarterback position because that's a, you've got to have somebody that can save you when the play call isn't absolutely perfect. I got one more thing before we get out. Yeah, Man, Robert Sala, it's like CeeLo. See, CeeLo in the hood is like three dice when you're shooting three dice mm-hmm. and somebody has to be the bank. And when you're going against the bank, you know what? I'm putting all my money in. Robert Sala say he playing CeeLo. He trying to roll a four, five, six. Y'all want to know what a four, five, six means? That's an automatic win, baby. I want everything. Give it all to me. I don't blame him. That roster is so stinking good. And that roster is good for a big reason that it actually is in common. It's a common thread between the Jets roster and every team playing this weekend. There's one thing they have in common. We'll tell you what it is next. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and as always on the ESPN app.